We are joined by the big head, James Kelly. Big head bets for wildcard weekend. Head, monster, monster weekend. How you living? How you feeling about it? I'm living great, man. I feel great about this weekend. Can't wait for some good football here. How many dogs have you washed? couple dogs have been washed, but the problem is it's very, very cold outside, like negative one from tonight until Tuesday, so the dog washed is closed till then. How about the car wash? Closed. Too cold. Oh, the whole thing's closed. Oh, yeah, man. Way too cold out here. Break equipment. Can't do it. Okay, dude. So if you can't run your business and your operations, how are they going to play football in that weather in Kansas City? I have no freaking clue. I, you couldn't pay me enough to go to watch that football game. No how, way. How about playing in that game? That might be better than going, because there's going to be some like shirtless idiots, I'm sure, somewhere out there that aren't running around and staying warm. But them miserable, horrible. Yeah, but at least Tom they're not running into face. each other. Yeah, true. All right, so yeah. let's get into this. We have a lot to cover. Let's do Browns v. Texans. An incredible matchup. A great opportunity for both. What is the latest number, and how are you playing it? Yeah, the uh, Deshaun Cosby Bowl is what I'm calling it here, where both organizations are better off without him on the field, but society is terrified he's off Jello it right now. Pudding pops. Yeah, don't take that pudding pop, okay? Houston is a two-point home I can't believe the two of you have already combined to do that 30 seconds in. That's insane. Did, do you get with Allen, or does Allen do that on the fly? He just knows it's coming. He knows me. On the fly. Thank yeah. you, Allen. Yeah, thank you, Allen. Appreciate that. <laughs> Houston is a two-point home dog. Love the Texans, but I'm going to go with the dude who called your show back in the day, Debbie's husband, Joe. Um, that guy, his last four starts, he's thrown for 300 yards in each of his uh, each game while the Browns are 4-0, and one against the de- I will. defense I'm of Houston. Going to. I that was my take Joe. on your pick, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably will, huh? Um, he will be able to move the football against this team. Hey, uh, if he breaks it... We're not, we're not going to get through this segment. If no, you we're not. Going. I'll hurry up here. Can you, can you stop stopping and just do your thing, please? Yes. Cut down on the turnovers, ah. Joe, because this Browns defense can keep C.J. Stroud in check. They held opponents to the second lowest pass rating and the uh, had the lowest yards per attempt in 2023. Also, C.J. has struggled to be top 10 passing defenses. He's averaged 184 yards a game passing versus those teams. ATS, the Browns have only covered 28.6% of their away games, but Deb's husband has covered his last four. I think he breaks Bacon 46's record for playoff road victories and covers Cleveland minus two. You know what my reaction to that is? What's that? <laughs> Whatever. Listen, the Browns are an amazing story. I'll admit it. I thought they were dead in the water when they lost Nick Chubb for the season. And even with that great defense, I had long since forgotten about them, long before Joe Flacco arrived. But then Flacco arrived, and he started doing things that even prime Flacco isn't or didn't do back in the day. It's one of the damnedest things I've ever seen. Suddenly, the Browns are actually, once again, a nice feel-good story, a team that you can root for, and a team that is dangerous, a mm-hmm. team that could go on a run, a deep run. All of that said, mm-hmm. no way in hell, no way in hell do I go against jungle legend Nick Casario and the Texans. C-Town, you know I have your back. Always have, always will. I pride myself on being on a national scale, one of the only national voices that goes out of its way to praise all the virtues of Seatown. You will never catch me going Joe Noah on you and talking about how it's all factories. It's all factories. 
and that you would never ever go on vacation there, would I mean, you? I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. Sea Town. What's so good about Cleveland? Sea Town. I will always be here for you, except this weekend, because while I never root ever for anything other than something to talk about. I am all about the Texans. There is just too much jungle karma and jungle history running through that organization. And it's led by a jungle legend in GM Nick Casario, who came and gave a legendary performance this week, even to the point, Head, of Mm -hmm. talking about this summer's upcoming Smack Off 30. Well, it's funny. Uh, I was listening to the show last week. My brother and Smack Silk uh, happened to call into the show, and he was nailed as he normally is. So there's a lot of very talented callers. I'm going to have to spend some time in the basement here getting my material ready if I'm going to make an appearance over the summer, if, in fact, that's when you do it. So I know Left has a strong game. I know he's out for me. So a lot of respect to Left. sure he'll call in (laughs) as a result of this. But I'm going to have to just make sure that I do my homework and get in the basement, make sure I listen to the show during the course of the year, get some good material. Um, Maybe you can get our boy Darko on the show after his performance there last night. You know, Alan did a great job with that mix, Alan. so great job to you, Alan, getting the, uh, the, the show ready this morning. But uh, it's always fun to listen to the show, Jim. I, I really appreciate just the relationship, and I'm locked into the show as much as I'm locked into football, but there's always time for the jungle. So I'll have to pick my spots. I'll be very uh, shrewd and judicious about um, whether or not I make the appearance, but you know, I appreciate the ticket, and we'll see if this is the year we put it to use. Yeah, because I'm going to pick against that guy. Amazing. Hey, right? The hell I am. I mean, I, I don't care what the line is. Texans plus two, Texans minus two, Texans off the board altogether. Does not matter to me. I ride with the legend, Nick Casario and his crew. Loyalty still matters. Nick is loyal to the program. I am loyal to him and his team. Texans plus two. All right, two teams who are not who we thought they were ahead, colliding in frozen KC. Chiefs, Dolphins, what's the number? What are you doing with it? Man, had Miami protected that lead v. Buffalo on Sunday, they'd be playing in a close to 80-degree weather this week. Now, Willie Warmers are packed, and they are headed to Arrowhead. The number has moved to 4.5. KC minus 4.5 because of the weather, and it's a Florida team. And a team who gets fat on beating up on ass, as we know. They scored 35.5 points. Uh, versus teams with 500 or worse, 17.6 points against teams over 500. Tua also had zero 300-yard games this season against those above 500 teams, seven touchdowns to six interceptions. But they can run the football, something this second-ranked KC defense struggles to stop. And on the other side of the ball, the Dolphins have had, uh, lost several edge rushers through the last month. But the good news here for them is uh, they're playing the Chiefs tackles, and they got a Wendy Williams situation where they're don't. leaking air at both don't. spots. Alan. Wendy, both spots. Don't, right Alan. Left. She's not low. Alan. <laughs> That's their tackle situation right there. Thank you, Alan. Add the fact that the receivers can't catch in warm weather, let alone cold weather, and the Dolphins' defense Alan has gotten a takeaway. In perfect weather. In ele- perfect weather. Alan's Alan ears don't work. Takeaway, 11 straight games for the Dolphins defense. I'm going Miami plus oh, four and a half on the not. road. Yes, I am. You are not. Mikey me, Mikey McDaniel. Oh, right here. wow. Yeah. All right, so to your point, I'm a little shocked. A few weeks back, Miami had the chance to get that number one seed and a first-round bye. Instead, they lose their last two games. They don't win the division. They start their playoff journey in ice-cold Arrowhead, the last place they want to be. Trust me, I've been there. I've seen the elements. Just standing on that field... For a little under an hour, nearly killed me a few years back. <laughs> and 
No one was coming off the edge trying to knock me out either. I'm still not right from that day. I don't think I ever will be. Have fun with that, Miami player and coach and fan. Look, I understand the Chiefs are not what they once were. Nobody can deny that, but they do still have Patrick Mahomes. They do still have Andy Reid. Miami is busted the hell up. I think you understated that. I know you touched on that. Mm -hmm. They are busted the hell up. And normally there is no answer for their incredible team speed except for this week. You want to know how you prevent Miami from making it a track meet. You make them run in zero-degree temps. This is reportedly going to be one of the coldest games in NFL history. This is where the Chiefs live. I do not see them losing a wild-card game at home. Not only that, I'm comfortable enough to lay the points. Chiefs minus four and a half. All right, so you and I are on the opposite sides of a couple. Let's talk about the next one. Both the Steelers and Bills are playing some of their best ball when it matters most. You can get double-digit points in this one. Mm-hmm. Head if you want it. The question is, do you want it? What's your play here? What's the number and what's your play? So I'm still all about the Mafia getting to the Super Bowl. I think they win here. But yeah, I'll you take are because the... you got them at plus 2,500, right? Hell yes. I love them. I, I think they're going to do that. But here, I think they win. But I'll take the now 10 points and go Pittsburgh. Uh-oh. That's a lot of points, and it could be an ugly game. Wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour, possibly 18 degrees. few things. The Pittsburgh strength on O is their run blocking. I love me some Jalen Warren, and the Bills gave up 4.4 yards per carry to running backs this season. And over the last three games, the Steelers have ran for 156.7 yards per. They also do not turn the football over. Second fewest giveaways in the NFL this season. Mason Rudolph has thrown zero interceptions, and the Steelers have also forced six turnovers in the three wins he started. And as we know, my Josh Allen does have uh, 22 turnovers on the season. That guy right there. But by no means, Mafia, am I saying your season um, has gone down a hole and you're covered in feces. Relax, Rick, Terry, love you all. But I'll say somehow, some way, the Steelers cover plus 10. Very interesting. You know, per usual, the it's not always the best team that wins it all, but the hottest team that wins it all. Right now, nobody is hotter than Buffalo. And they went from seemingly dead at 6-6. Six and six. They end the year winning five in a row. They play all the way up into the two seed. And now they're a threat once again. However, I do want to give the Steelers some credit. They are playing some of their best ball when it matters most. Give Mason Rudolph some credit. This is the best that offense has looked all year long. I mean, it's a given. The Steelers' best is not going to beat Buffalo's best. Hell, the Steelers' best is not even going to beat a B effort by Buffalo. But the question is, are you comfortable laying 10 points in a game like this? I'm not. You clearly are not. But I will. I just want to go against you on everything, Head. I'm (laughs) going to lay the points. Bills minus 10. Beautiful. You and I have never been on the opposite side of so many games. Let's get to the juicy. It's a wild card weekend. Mm -hmm. Juicy, spicy stuff. Packers at Cowboys. Big Mike trying to avoid another big Big letdown, especially against his former team, Got to hear it from you. What's the number? What are you doing with it? Quick question. Since it's technically the playoffs, is a certain commercial jingle still banned, or can we make an exception for postseason here? Because if I'm going with the jingle, I'm going with uh, the bro there, Big Mike McCarthy, and laying the seven points at home. Yes, Jordan Love is legit. What are you doing, dude? What are you going with that? Could we maybe have the jingle played? No. No? It's postseason play. Because it's the playoffs? Yes. It, it's because it's the playoffs, I'm going to make an exception for that. I think so. You both are morons. You're imbeciles. Alan. 
Alan, do you want to go down into that feces hole with him? Keep doing what he asked you to do. You wouldn't be in a porta potty jumping. If, if you weren't you, doing what James Kelly told you to do. If James Kelly told you to jump off a bridge, that. would you, Alan? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go Jordan ahead, love, James. Love him. Uh, since week 12, he's completed over 70% Good, of his passes. Good. The two of you will be spending a lot of time together, working <laughs> somewhere else. 1,800 yards passing, 16 touchdowns to one interception on the season, 32 touchdowns. But Dak's been better, and Dak's playing at home where the Cowboys have been elite. They've won 16 straight at Jerry's crib, and Dak's offense has scored 37.4 points per game there this season. That's the highest scoring offense at home since the 2014 Green Bay Packers led by A1C Mike. I think Dak lights up Joe Barry's D. Their biggest worry might be the Packers' running game. Last three games, the Pack have averaged 154 yards a game rushing. But as you know, Jim, this isn't the sissy challenge on Sunday. It's the playoffs. Cowboys minus seven. You want to know something? I I didn't hear a word you said except for who you picked. And I'm literally so pissed at both of you right now that I'm going to go the other way just to spite you and not even do any analysis. Packers plus seven. Packers plus seven. All right, so now you and I have picked four games or three games differently. Okay. What about the next one? Rams v. Lions. Everybody loves the matchup. Which way are you going? Tell me so I can go the other way, no matter how I actually feel. Okay. I'm taking the three points in the Rams here. Lots and lots of offense. Since week 11, Sir Matthew Stafford has averaged 270 yards passing, which would rank first in the NFL over an entire season. His offense has averaged over 400 yards in that time. Now, Jared Goff, since week 10, his offense has cranked out 398 yards of total offense. Both teams are efficient as hell in the red zone on offense, but... I can't get past the fact that Sir Nick Mullins lit up the Lions secondary for 807 yards in the two games he's played in the last three weeks, and the fact that the Lions' red zone D ranks 29th, which is huge considering the Rams can't kick field goals, and Brett Maher, Mar, whatever the hell his name is, he's back kicking again. Just, I was going to do it. Yeah. Alan beat me to it. Go ahead. Just make your extra points, uh, you dick you, Alan. Uh, love Cannibal. But he's not Sean McVay, Sam Jackson, ATS. We're going against Cannibal, who really, he might be the GOAT here in ATS, but ram it, Sam Jackson. We're going Rams plus three. See, the thing about this is I agree with most everything you just said, and I love the Rams. I really do. I love the Rams. I do, too. And as much as I like Campbell, I like Sean McVay a hell of a lot more in this spot. But I'm not feeling good about you at all today, dude. So even though I was going to pick the Rams, I'm not now. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions at home, and I'm going to lay the three, and for one reason and one reason only. Not because I think I'm going to win the bet, but because I'm sick of you today, Head. I'm being real with you, all right? I'm just being real. I'm picking against you based on a personal issue that I have with you. You got on the wrong side of me today, Head. And stop dragging Allen and the show down with you. I apologize. You yeah, sure you don't. You apologize for absolutely nothing. I know you, dude. You've never apologized. Give me all your picks. Run them back. Browns minus 2.5 at Texans. Dolphins plus 4.5 at Chiefs. Steelers plus 10 at Bills. Cowboys minus 7. Packers. Uh, Rams plus 3 at Lions. I think since you and I are on the wrong side of every single pick, one of us is going to have a good weekend and one of us is going to have a bad weekend. <laughs> all right, Head. Hopefully it warms up. Hopefully you get to watch a dog. Have a great weekend, dude. See ya. Thanks. This guy, man. Thank you for nothing, Head.